No new creation. It's Wednesday, August 2nd. 1 Corinthians um, chapter 2 is the passage that we have today. Paul's letter continues here. Remember, he didn't write in chapters and verses. Paul insists that the Corinthians remember that salvation is accomplished by nothing less and nothing more than Jesus' death on the cross, which the world would and did and does see as a defeat. Jesus crucified is a focused concentration. It's a distillation of the gospel. Christ's crucifixion affects every single day of our lives. Jesus became human, God with us. He entered our humiliation, our pain, our persecution, even to experiencing death. Eugene Peterson says it is impossible to take the truth of the gospel and divorce it from the way of the gospel. We don't pick and choose among the great truths of the Bible and make up a comforting anthology of comforting sayings for ourselves. Jesus is the way as well as the truth, and the way is crucifixion. Suffering and death are part of that reality, but the comfort is that wherever we are, however low we get, God has been there and is longing for fellowship with us there. We live now in a culture that values power and self-reliance more than other, ever. It seems that the Corinthians kind of held some of these same assumptions about human righteousness like we do today that moral standards are set by human wisdom and not by God's wisdom, that privileges are acquired through a noble birth or position or privilege, not by being born in a stable, certainly, and that truth is found in the testimony of clever minds, not in the fear and trembling uttered by humble prophets. So there are some questions that we can ask ourselves as we reflect on this passage. What then is the secret wisdom of which Paul speaks in this passage? What cherished illusions about the way to grow spiritually does it shatter? The idea of Jesus crucified, the way of the cross. How does Paul's message prompt you to pray? for a more perfect understanding, for a greater capacity, for spiritual discernment, of course, but also perhaps simply putting on the mind of Jesus Christ. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord Jesus. Thank you, Holy Spirit, what you're teaching here. Help us, Lord, to read the Bible to, in a way that we are reading the total totality of the message, Lord, and we're not just looking to paste comforting sayings together that we can quote. Help us, Lord, to put on the mind of Christ, to abide in you. We do have your mind. In chapter 2, verse 16, it says, but we have the mind of Christ. Show us, Lord, as we read, as we learn, as we understand, as we pray, how to always have instant access to this part of us, not to the warring parts of us, and give us unity 
Give us unity in Christ in the churches around the world. We can't do a lot about the world, Lord, but give us unity in you and new creation, love for one another, that when people see our peace and joy, they aren't compelled by argument, but they're drawn in by a relationship with you. In Jesus' name, amen.